Well, hello, Shades Valley Community Church. Um, this is our next episode of Midweek Musings, and tonight is going to be a little bit different one because obviously we're doing this at nighttime instead of in the middle of the day, but we're doing that so we can be here with my family. And uh, on the last episode, I showed you different resources that we use for family worship, and I promised that on the next episode, what we would do is actually just show you what we do for family worship. So this episode of Midweek Musings is going to be a little bit longer uh, because we're not going to edit it, obviously. It's all live, and we're just going to do what we do for family worship. Just to give you an idea, this is not like what you have to do or what's prescribed, but hopefully for people that aren't engaged in family worship, it'll give you a good idea of what we do. So we do ours each night uh, around supper time because I finish eating faster than pretty much everybody else. And so then I lead us in family worship while they finish eating. Now, uh, obviously, you can see Talitha, Levi, and Karis. Asher's sitting right over here in a high chair. And then Holly's right over here with him, with Solomon. So that's why you can't see them. But anyway, so we're going to get started. And I'm going to try to talk loud enough, so hopefully the sound will carry all that. But here we go. Hey! <laughs> All right, so what we do, uh, basically, for family worship is we pray, we study the words together, and we sing. So we start out with prayer. Everybody ready? And you'll probably hear Solomon crying in the background. You're going to get all the lovely ambient sounds of the Hayes house. Here we go. Let's pray. Father, we thank you so much for our time together. We get to study your word. Please open our eyes to see more of who Jesus is. We pray these things in your name. Amen. So after we pray, then we study the Word together. And right now that means we're doing three things. We read from Scripture, and I've got us in this, uh, this Bible that I showed you all last week, which is for younger kids. And then we do some theology, which is, this, which is for a little bit older kids. So we try to mix it because i got kids of all ages. And then we do this catechism together. So tonight in the big picture Bible, we're on part two, which is called A Very Sad Day. Is everybody ready? Mm -hmm. Oh, don't pick your nose. All right, here we go. I'm going to try to read upside down. We'll see how this works. Satan crept into God's beautiful garden, looking like a snake. Satan hated God. Satan wanted to be God. Satan tempted God's people to eat from the tree. He told them to doubt God's goodness. He tempted them to disobey God's word. He told them, you will not surely die. Was Satan telling the truth? No, you lying. Now, Adam and Eve had a choice to make. They could obey God's word, or they could listen to Satan. What do you think you would have done? Listen to God. You think so? Mm. I don't know. You don't know? What do you think you would have done, Karis? Mm. I think that we would have all sinned. Just like Adam and Eve. Do you know what Adam and Eve did? Yes, Adam and Eve chose to doubt God's goodness. They chose to disobey God's word. They did not let God be king over them. They ate some fruit from the tree. They listened to the voice of Satan instead of the word of God. What a very sad day. Can you imagine what God thought about all this? Think God was happy? Oh, I'm sure he was sad. Sad? God cursed the snake. God punished Eve. And God punished Adam, too. Yes, sir. Can I go get some more? 
Casserole. Yes, you may go get some more casserole in between. Hang on. Do you know why God had to punish them? Do you know why God had to punish them? Why? Because they sinned? Yeah, God punished them because they disobeyed God's word, which was meant to rule over his place and his people. Did you know that some good news came on this sad day too? Do you know what good news came? That he was the Savior. Yes, God gave Adam and Eve a hint that he would not always be angry with them. God promised one day, sent to God promised that one day someone would come and crush Satan's power over his over the people. But that day was a long way off. On this very sad day, God made Adam and Eve leave the garden. So that's the end of that part. So the next time, we'll just move on to the next part. This was great for little kids because it's shorter, turning lots of pages. So then we move on to theology, this book called Theology. And tonight we are on part 26, which relates nicely to what we just read. Jesus is the sacrifice we need. First, I read the scriptures. Talitha made him to make. Hebrews 10:4. For it is impossible for the blood of bulls and goats to take away sins. Isaiah 1:18. Come now, let us reason together, says the Lord. Though your sins are like scarlet, they shall be white as snow. Tell him, man, over here. Can the death of an animal really pay for someone's sins? No. No, animals aren't like us at all. Plus, how many animals would you have to sacrifice to atone for your sins? That means to make it right. Every time you lie to your mom or hit your brother or sister, an animal would have to die. But we don't need to sacrifice animals for each of our sins anymore. God fulfilled his promise and sent his son Jesus to obey the law completely and die as the perfect spotless lamb of God. The sacrifice of Jesus on the cross is very different from the sacrifice of an animal. Animal sacrifices covered sin, but they did not take it away. They were a little like cleaning your room by shoving everything under your bed. The bed covers the mess, but the mess is still there. Isn't it? That's why animals had to be sacrificed again and again and again. But Jesus' sacrifice on the cross was good once for all. His death restores order to the messy room that is our sin-stained heart. All right. After we finish reading that, then we do our catechism together, which I did not bring a catechism book to the table. You can go get some more casserole. Either me the catechism book or my iPad. Will you go grab my iPad off of the side table? In my bedroom, you can get more casserole. We're a little chaotic sometimes. I forgot to bring the, uh, the catechism to the table, but that's okay. So then we do the catechism together, and what's cool about the New City Catechism, the kids' version, when you use the app, is that there are songs that go along with the questions, and so that's the music we use right now. If we weren't doing the New City Catechism, then normally what we would do for music is, I, I do play guitar, so that's an advantage, you know, I can play guitar, we can sing some songs. Uh, or we have before, we've used just YouTube. Uh, you can look up almost any song with lyrics, and uh, so we'll sing songs that way. All right, you got some more.
Tally Mae, did you get it? Yes, baby. Can I get some casserole? Well, if mom says it's okay. Probably just a little bit. You got a lot more to eat than Levi did. I'm going to check on Talitha real quick. Sorry about this. Oh, well, my wife just brought me the uh, the book. She'll go get the iPad so we can do the song in a little bit. Yeah, I know this is the one that's the devotional, but it should still have the questions in it. Looking for, she went upstairs looking for her book. Oh. Hey, I'll do that. Will you go grab the iPad real quick? No, I got it. Come down here. Never mind. Mom's got it. Okay. No, he didn't want that. Welcome to the Hayes house. You can tell we're very scripted and polished. I know. I found Asher's trying to say hey from his high chair. Holly, do you have it? Yeah. Hey, Mom, can I have some more cats or awesome. I got a cat book. I see that you got your book. Wait, what? Take my cat. Um, cool. All right, hey, who, uh, who started the questions last night? You did. Karis had started the night before, so Talitha starts tonight. Okay, here we go. Talitha. Rapid fire review. What is our only hope in life and death? Right, you gotta talk loud, otherwise somebody can hear you. Karis, what is God? Levi, how many persons are there in God? No, how many persons are there in God? Tell the how and why did God create us? God created us. Yes, I can get you to the page, but baby, you've got to talk louder. All right, we are on question five right there. Karis, what else did God create? Levi, how can we glorify God? Talitha, what does the law of God require? Is this something that makes really? It doesn't matter right now. What does the law of God require? That we love? That we love God with all our Karis, you got the long one. Or did you get the long one last night? I got the long one last night. Alright, Levi. What is the law of God stated in the Ten Commandments? Loud. Um you shall have no other God before you, you shall love any other shall have You shall not do you shall like this is your God. Um Remember the Sabbath day by keeping it holy on your father and mother. Um, you shall not murder, you shall not um, commit adultery, you shall not steal. 
Very good. Talitha, what does God require in the first, second, and third commandments? First, that we know. Second, that we avoid. Now, that we treat God's name. Very good. Karis, what does God require in the fourth and fifth commandments? On the Sabbath. On the Sabbath day, we spend time in worship with God. Very good. Levi, what does God require in the sixth, seventh, and eighth commandments? We do not hurt. Talitha, what does God require in the ninth and tenth commandments? Yes, baby. After we finish, what does God require in the ninth and tenth commandments? Ninth. That we do not lie or yes. Tenth. That we are very good. All right, Karison. Can anyone keep the law of God perfectly? Um. No. That's right. That's not the full answer. Since? Since the fall. No. No human has been able to the law of God. Perfectly. Yes. Very good. All right. Question 14 is our new question. All right, Levi. It's on you. Let's see if you can remember it. Did God? We only tried this one for the first time last night. Did God create us unable to keep his law? Yeah. No. No, but because of the fall of Adam. Because of the disobedience. We are, born we are all born in sin and guilt. Very good. Very good. All right, we're going to do that three times together. Everybody ready? Here we go. Did God create us unable to keep his law? No. But because of the disobedience of Adam and Eve, we are all born in sin and guilt, unable to keep God's law. No. But because of the disobedience of Adam and Eve, we are all born in sin and guilt, unable to keep God's law. No. But because of the disobedience of Adam and Eve, we are all born in sin and guilt, unable to keep God's law. Karis, did God create us unable to keep his law? No. Because of the disobedience of Adam and Eve, we are all born in sin and guilt, unable to keep God's law. Levi, did God create us unable to keep his law? No, but because of the disobedience of Adam and Eve, we are all born in sin and guilt, unable to keep God's law. Talitha. Did God create us unable to keep his law? No. But we cut up the same of Adam. The disobedience of Adam. We are all. We are all. 
Unable. Very good. And now we'll do the song of the new one that we are working on. All right. Y'all don't hang me out to dry. Y'all sing with me, okay? You may get a little bit. Come straight back. So we usually sing the song of the new one we're working on together. You ready? You gonna sing? Did God create us unable to keep his love? Oh, I'll start early. No, but because of the disobedience of Adam and Eve, we are all born in sin and guilt, unable to keep God's love. Usually the songs that they do go through it twice. So it's gonna do it one more time. Did God create us unable to keep his law? You seem too good. Did God create us unable to keep his law? Alright, let's hear the answer. No, but because of the disobedience of Adam and Eve, all born in sin and guilt, unable to keep God's Alright, and then, and then what we do is usually I let somebody, uh, it's Talitha's turn tonight, pick one other song from the once we've already done, because those are ones they know pretty well and enjoy. Talitha, do you know which song you want to pick? Um, From which question? Some of the songs are slower like that one. Some of them are more upbeat. What? The, the what does God require? Oh, uh, that one. Yeah. Okay. They like this one. It's a lot of fun. Here we go. What does God require? That's one of your favorites. Here we go. What does God require in the first, second, and third commandments? This is the one? Well, let's do this one. First, that we know God. As the old, I know, but let's do this one. We've already started. All see idolatry. That we treat God's name with fear and reverence. Tell me, sing. God required in the fifth commandments. What does God require in the fourth and the Sabbath day, we spend time in worship of Talitha. 
It took us about 20 minutes, and that's mostly because we were missing the iPad for five. Anyway, thanks for uh, watching. Hope this was somewhat helpful. And feel free to email me if you have any other questions about doing family worship together. Okay. Love you, people. Bye.